Hey, listeners, welcome back to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook, here with my dream sister, Ellen Ronis. And uh, we were just talking about how we only have snippets of dreams that we remember. This is going to be the Dream Fragment podcast. <laughs> so you were saying something, Ellen, that reminded me of, of a scene in a movie. So if you could repeat, like you wake up and you feel. Yeah, I've been, I've been waking up with a lot of like, what would be the word? Like chaos almost like, uh, like yeah. noise and yes. people and scenes and things all mixed up and sort of just kind of all around me, almost like a yes. cloud, but I can't pull anything apart from it. I can't okay. pull a feeling or a, yeah. I mean, the feeling is a little bit just like, uh, eh, like I want to know something. It's like there's this total unclarity, and I want to know something yes. from the dream, but I can't. Uh-huh. I can't get anything. Okay. And I've, I've had several of those in the last week or so. It reminds me of that scene in the series The Good Place. Did you see that? Uh-huh. I did. And, yeah. And at one point, Eleanor goes to speak with Michael in his office, and he's like, "Oh, sorry about the mess." She's like, what mess? It was spotless. He's like, oh yeah, I forget. He's like moving, moving negative energy out of the ways. I forget you only see in three dimensions. <laughs> okay. Like there. Stuff on the seventh dimension was chaotic <laughs> or something. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe that's what it is. It's like, I'm trying to kind of sort yeah. of like swim through it all yeah. to find clarity. Yes. Uh, and then there was a dream that was, that I had that, that there was something clear and I didn't write it down and I can't remember. Oh, I don't like when it happens. It was also just a little snippet. It was just a little something. Um, yeah. Goodness. Goodness. What was it? Oh, Anyway, I don't remember that. Maybe it'll come to me, but I did have a little little conversation of something too. That was okay. Good. It was like yummy. It was so lovely. Yes. (laughs) And it was very clear what it meant to me, but um, no longer and no longer. Well, you know, as we always talk about, often talk about, there's other ways to connect with your dreams, not just intellectually. Mm -hmm. So even if I don't remember something, Maybe it's working on me on a different thing. Right. I, I'm, it's good to remember that. I do right. assume that that is happening, that, you know, my mind isn't the, the reason why I can't get clear. And then, yes. you know, it will, it's working, it's working, it's working. And then, right. Yes. Yeah. What you, yeah. Yeah. I do believe that. That information wants to go, go to you in a different way. Yeah. Not through the mind, yeah. memory. That, yeah. Well, and I think also my, I will, I, my, it's kind of like how I feel in waking life too, that there's just a lot of unclarity and a lot of yes. foggy sort of sensations and kind of inability to move forward on things that I'm wanting to take okay. some actions towards. And it just has that same feeling of like, I just can't quite get clear yes. on the path, you know? Um, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. And then the dream that I had this morning yes. seems to have nothing to do with that at all. But, um, so I've been watching this show. It, it's, it's kind of a ridiculous show, not ridiculous. It's a, it's like a teenage girl show. 
you hey. know, one of those. It's called Heartland. I feel like I you, talked to you. You told me about that in the it's last like episode. 15 <sighs> seasons. It goes on and on and on. Oh, and wow. On. So I'll probably be talking about it for like <laughs> three, three more podcasts. <laughs> many, many more <laughs> it's sort of embarrassing but it's if actually I watch it so twice. well I just saw I'm sorry I'm just gonna say this and then I'll be quiet but I just finally saw what was it called um oh the Hunger Games and I thought it was a great movie like I always heard oh it's just you know not it's just for teenagers but it's like a teenager movie we we're talking about last time how we like movies made for teenagers <laughs> yeah I don't know what why that is but I do tend to like that sort of yes. teen drama thing um, or not necessarily drama but whatever just yeah I don't know why maybe I really don't know why but it, it it's this one this one I know why I like because it's like it's I feel like I said this to you last time it's like light fm you know that radio station okay. light fm for your eyes okay <laughs> you know it's just meaning so like beautiful actors gorgeous scenery. scenery in calgary you know um, oh, lovely. and it's horses 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 yes. it's all about you know okay. this family <laughs> who's on a ranch and the young girl is a horse whisperer essentially they call okay. her the miracle girl because she's amazing with horses and okay. so every every episode it's like there's a horse that comes to her you know that needs to be like corrected or fixed or whatever and of course she does it in like five seconds and yes <laughs> has this I'm, I'm learning everything there is to know about like horses it's, okay. it's I'll teach you everything we'll be ready to have one soon <laughs> yeah maybe I always wanted one when I was a kid really? that's probably part of it is the whole yeah. a fantasy element and there's also like a fantasy like the the family fantasy you know it's like this amazing family it's you know, I don't know if they're an amazing family, but they have this lifestyle yes. that is all yes. the community t- dinner table and the family and the, and the ranch hands and, you know, people coming in and out and everyone's cute, you know, cute and good looking. And, yes. you, know, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, it's all Eye candy. <laughs> and it's also like completely unrealistic to anybody's life that I know. Right. Um, so it's a little bit like the fantasy. fantasy. Oh, so nice. I would love to. That's so just a nice life. Um, so there's this character on there who I don't particularly find attractive on the show at all. Uh-huh. And I don't even necessarily like his character, but the, he was in my dream and I was, okay. I was hugging him. That was the whole dream, but it was just like, he was kind of leaning back on something and I like leaned into him and was just hugging him for like a really long time. And okay. it was just this melting, delicious hug. And yes. that was it. So and that feeling. That you... that feeling was like, oh my God, you know, I don't have that in my life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Not that I don't have a man in my life or a boyfriend. It's like, I just don't, I don't get hugged. I mean, a little here and there by a friend, but we've been in a pandemic. So hopefully that's right. There is, there's that, but I I live in a house with a household of people and it doesn't happen, you know? Uh Yeah. It's not that kind of relationship. So (laughs) So I think that I just long for that, like the he- the healing, the healing of that, like that oxytocin or whatever the, the, yes. the chemical that gets released when you hug uh-huh. for a certain length of time. I think they say like 20 seconds or something. Wow. 
when you just hold someone and just breathe with them and just, you know, don't just not a little oh, wow. day for 20 seconds, it releases some kind of hormone. I think yes. it's not like the happy hormone. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's almost like I sort of got it in my sleep. <laughs> so my dream here's was. another question, though. So this particular character in the show, mm-hmm. tell me about him. What is it about him? Good question. And I was thinking, like, what is it about him and who, you know, so he's, um, he's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. He does all the like rodeo circuits and the cow, what do you call it? Roping, you know, roping, rope the cow and you're supposed to, or, and the boat where you, uh, bull riding, bull riding. Um, he does all of that stuff okay and his character is like very he how do I describe him he's not particularly smart but but he's got a big heart like he makes foolish decisions and you know but he's actually this really really good guy he's just a really good guy underneath it all and there's something about him too that always strikes me that even when somebody is saying something to him like that's a really stupid thing to do you know or I wouldn't do that you know whatever on the show he just kind of he kind of gets thoughtful like kind of like this like he just kind of goes inward and he's like yeah I'm gonna do that anyway like he's really just he thinks he thinks about it it and then he just says you know I'm doing this this is my decision this is bad. And there's something about that that is like, I, I really appreciate that about him. Exactly. If this is my dream, I'm thinking of that uh, same feeling, that same determination um, in myself, because I was just talking about a couple of changes that are going to be happening. And, you know, I really, uh, I'll be so glad to hear what anyone else thinks, possibly, but I will make the decision myself. Right, right, right. Maybe yeah. he was transferring that to you maybe yeah I know I was thinking about that and what you know what else about him I don't know he's he's kind of something sweet about him he's he's a little dopey you know um (laughs) like I would say not intellectual at all not that anybody in the show is particularly you know it's just not about that really Um, but you know, he loves hard, like he just, you know, he's, you know, he was really heartbroken by this girl and there's something he's just has this very sweet heart yes. uh, about him. So that's another thing yeah. that I would look for in myself, mm. talk a lot about the gestalt way of doing dream work is that you are every character in your dream and every object in your dream that's significant, mm-hmm. animate or inanimate. So I'm thinking of him as, you know, being his attributes as being a part of me or what I'm trying to get from him. And I feel like the big heartedness, maybe like what, I don't want to make myself vulnerable though, you know, with, I don't want like a a gentle heart or a soft heart. You know, I want a strong discerning heart, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. a, a, you know, big heart, that sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was just a reminder of that somehow. Or right, if if yeah, if if he is if he's a part of me. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. I don't know. It's also something about self-loving, you know, I mean, it's, it really felt like very much like, a, like I need to get hugged. Yes, <laughs> that yes, you know, yes. It felt like, uh, hello, you, something's got to give here. Yeah. Um, but, but I do think, yeah, that there's something about that kind of bonding with some aspect maybe of myself. Um, I think so. I mean, all the dreams about that though. Pointing yeah, I do. That, you know. I do think pretty much right it's got to be about you and that's good that's good it helps one work on their issues the things that are maybe holding them back if only in their mind or whatever it helps us to see it more clearly Mm -hmm. more objectively perhaps Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um anything else you want to say about this I guess, I guess if I'm really feeling into like the, just the way things were in the, in the image of the dream and, and we're thinking, you know, I'm, I him too, right. Or he is a part of me, my own psyche. And I would say I'm absolutely embracing and loving and accepting and taking in and holding and all of those things that it felt like a part of myself. Yes. I'm doing that for myself. I'm, yes. there's, and I do think that that's, um, it's coming up a lot, I think in my waking life, you know, about the ways in which I'm so un, unbearably hard on myself, um, you know, and yeah, I really don't want to do that anymore. It's does, it's not loving it's not holding it's not being like be kind you know, to ourselves yeah it's a rough world out there it's a really really really, really rough yeah it, it can be rough. you know and yeah it's up to us to it's like I always say this to my little boy because for a while he would be so negative about himself I'm mm-hmm. so stupid or whatever it is and I said to him you you need to be your biggest fan like if you feel good about yourself, then other people around you are going to feel good about you. You know, you that that has energy. Mm-hmm. You're so negative about yourself because then other people might pick up on that and they'd right. be negative. So, right. and it's not just for a seven-year-old. You know, it's for no, no. Well, uh, us well, all the, our lives. the thing is, is that's where that's when we get those messages. That's when we get you know, we, we, we start to sort of sense the lack of something, right. Yes. That's something we didn't, we didn't get as children. We didn't get, um, we, yes. you know, the, the, the right, I don't know how to say this exactly the right kind of love, you know, we didn't get necessary. I'm saying we, because a lot of us are sure, sure. just, you I'm know, for whatever reasons. collective. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think, Parents today of young children are different than our parents were. I mean, you're younger yes. than me, but, but certainly, the you know, same, same difference. You know, it's the same. Yeah, they just. Difference. Yeah, there was there was whatever it was. There was a sort of a matter of factness, I think, about child rearing back then. Yeah. It wasn't so much about the smushy love, and not that yeah. you know, we weren't loved, um, but. Yeah, I got very lost in my in my sibling lineup there, the middle of three, and you know, kind of really cramped, crammed in age wise. Yes. Be the uh, middle. Hmm. Be the yeah, middle child. Yeah. 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 
my brother was, I'm, I'm sure I've said this probably so many times on the podcast, but my brother was uh, born on my first birthday. Oh, yes. Well, I think you have said that. I don't know if it was here, though. But, yeah. um, and your sister is how much older? My sister's two years older than me. So. And she kind of wow. hated me. So I was born into like her. Wonder Woman, me. your mom taking care of three kids so then, young. Yeah. So it's like, how do you do that? Like, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know, know, whatever. It doesn't really matter to analyze all of that. But, um, yeah. but just, um, you know, knowing that, you know, many of us didn't get like the, the kind of love that yes. one, that one integrates um, into themselves, knowing I'm good. I'm, I, I'm lovable. I'm smart. I'm good. You know, like I see, you know, young kids now of parents that I know who have that because their parents so very much yes. help them, held them through everything, you know, like respected them and loved and held and paid attention. And there's also the danger though, of the helicopter parent who well, is too right. involved in the child's life. And so parent needs to keep their own life separate from their children's lives and um, not live vicariously through the children, but mm-hmm. you know, to keep one's own self separate. <laughs> yes, totally agree with that. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the person that I'm thinking of is, you know, particularly is an only child. It's a young, young girl of an, of, uh, you know, of a friend of mine, she's an only child. So it's easier to give that one child's all sure. of your love sure. and energy. And anyway, it's just one of those things that um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at in life. And I think that that's, maybe that's what this little dream snippet is about, okay. you know, somehow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, good work, Ellen. May I share my yes, snippet? please. Go back yeah. to you. So this is just <laughs> like a flash of a dream. It was a part of a much longer dream that I don't have the memory of. Um, but I was on a plane and the plane started to nosedive like, towards the earth twice. So I guess it did. And then it probably got its ballast again and then again, nosedive. And then it was as if the pilot like pulled up on the you know, steering and the plane went straight up and it ended up landing on this plateau where I was. I thought I was in the vehicle, but there I was about to go into a building. And that's all that I remember from that. Hmm. So where did it land? Like on, on... I don't know that it ever, well, it probably landed because I got out of it. Oh, maybe, well, maybe there was two me's. <laughs> because I saw mm-hmm. me and then I also got off the ride on a plateau just mm-hmm. in a city or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At an airport. What did that feel like when you were on the plane and it was doing all the, that? The oh. nose dives were a little frightening, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, Oh, we're going down, you know? And, um, but I also had to wonder if it was like day residue because I had been watching a movie and the last thing that I saw before I went to sleep was a plane crashing. I mean, they didn't show it nose down. You know, we didn't see that. You just somehow they you just learned it happened. So I thought, well, it could be residual from what I had seen. But it also, I also believe that 
you know, we grab onto significant metaphors for ourselves in life so that we can then use them in the dream time. Yes, yes, exactly. Like there's a reason why you remembered that image or that yes. that, that was uh, out of the whole dream that you didn't remember, but you remembered that. Yeah, it's so interesting. And and it was like nosedive and then the plane got bounced again and then second nosedive and then like, like mm. shot up almost like a rocket and mm. then landed on the plateau. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, just my, my sense of that, you know, just for life, my own experience is like, it's kind of how I feel, (laughs) right? Life is feeling like that. Yeah. You know, the markets just went down and it's (laughs) down and then wait, ah, let's do catch up and go down and up and oh my God, just, it really just, life just feels like that. Yes. Yeah. You know, in my experience, um, and I wonder what store I was walking into at the end. Mm. Like, part of me thinks it was like a hardware store or a nail salon. And I don't know. Well, I guess both repair, right? A hardware store, you buy things to repair something. Nail salon, they repair a lot of nails. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that's something. Or maybe yeah. it was like a real estate office or something. Well, that's quite a selection of possibilities. That's totally different. You know, <laughs> means something very different. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, how did you, well, it was fearful when you were doing that, but like overall, was there a, a kind when of- When I woke up, I was like, when I woke up, I was just like you. I was like, I'm not going to record this right now bad girl like you know I'm gonna go back but I will remember this because this was memorable mm-hmm. and I knew it was like that stark enough of a uh scene to see a plane going down that I and then I did remember it so I was glad so when I first woke up though I was like was a little awed by it and again we've talked about this before it's like I start doing the dream work on the on the dream like pretty much right away and, and thinking about what it could mean. But I, I mean, I just wanted to sleep a little more. <laughs> so that's what I did. So I don't know to answer mm. your question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, like, I guess in my, in my sense of it, it's like, if it were my dream, I guess I think of, um, I've had a lot of airplane dreams, not going down, but I've had a ton of dreams where I'm on a plane. Um, and you know, any, any mode of transportation is interesting to me. Like I'm going somewhere, you know, and different, um, you know, like a train, train travel, you know, that also has a training, but we got to say both in some ways symbolize the collective because there's a lot of people on a plane. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. on the bus. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, and tr- yeah, I've had a lot of train, no, I've had some train dreams that I remember very distinctly about going through and like passing different sceneries and oh, that was so cool. And then a whole nother scene and then a whole nother scene. Yeah. And, 
it, it didn't, I didn't necessarily see it as a collective as much as going through life, moving through things. Oh, I see. Traveling through or, you know, in a plane, somehow a plane for me seems to be like going, it's really about, it's not so much the journey because the journey is like so fast and you're not okay. really seeing anything for the most part. It's just, you're, you're here and then a few hours later, you're very somewhere far away. Like yes. it's, it's very fast and you're here and then you're there. It's like this really quick thing of changing a whole, your whole environment. Yes. Um, but it's get it's getting from here to there. I'm just kind of riffing. Yeah, you're talking about uh, trains. Planes. I'm talking you're about talking planes. about planes going yeah, so fast. Yeah, plane is oh, a, I see. a really fast mode of transportation. Yeah, and it's the altitude. It's much, you know, it's up in the air. Yeah. So you don't have such a close up view of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see expanses, but you can't see. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 You're up high and you can, you know, ostensibly look down. You can't usually can't really see anything once you're that high up. But right. um, but yeah, being above, being being above everything. I don't know if there's anything to right. that. yeah. Being above things. Um, it made me made me feel like not maybe not grounded enough. Mm. So I mean, you know, because I'm on this spiritual journeying that that I've been talking about, and I I need to couple it with being very grounded and doing mm. more earth earth things. You know, mm. I not well, sure. Well, it's interesting that you when you when you got out of the plane, you did this really very earthy thing yeah, <laughs> earthly, when, earthly hardware store yeah like whatever store it was like it was a store it was like shopping you know something that right. we do on in this in this plane of existence right, right. that's um, plane, you know yeah unintended yeah right uh, um yeah hmm yeah do you have any do you have any other like sense of of it of it all were there, were there um, people in the plane, a lot of people in the plane? Did you notice anything like that? Other people? Um, I, I mean, I think I, now I'm not remembering from the dream, but I'm remembering from the movie. I saw that scene and something of how the plane was, like two people and two people. I don't know. I actually don't know. I assume, I assume that it was full of passengers. I assume that. Hmm. Yeah. So, and I, I guess it's such a relief not to crash. Hmm. Such a relief not to crash. So, um, I felt I felt better in myself when the plane started going up mm -hmm. because, first of all, I knew we weren't going to crash anymore. Yeah. And also, then it's terrifying. That terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like it put. It's like it put you through a lot, a lot of feeling, right? Terrifying. It did. It did. I imagine. Yeah, a relief. Uh, yes. Exactly. I don't know what the deeper meaning of that is, but I would like to look at because we often, when we do dream work, we often ask, "How did you feel when you woke up?" Mm -hmm. And um, this is something our teacher Robert Moss taught us. Um, but I would like to compare and contrast. The difference between what I feel in the dream 
and how I feel when I wake up from. The yeah, dream. I often will. I did ask you how you felt when you woke up, but I, I often will, when I'm talking to people about dreams, ask them, how did you feel in the dream? And how did you feel when you woke up? Wonderful. It's not always, not always the same. Not always the same. It's not always obvious. Yeah. Sometimes surprising, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 um, how did you feel in the, well, you've, I, so in, you just said, right. I was, I was fearful when I was going down, mm-hmm. but I also felt this is something I'm grappling with right now. And also in my meditation practice, I'm doing in the night. And um, I often feel like I can see it. I have a visual of it, but I am also aware that I'm in the plane. So this was something, this is something I wanted to share with you. So uh, regular listeners know I've been doing a meditation in the liminal place, you know, healing meditation for others and for myself. And, um, and I realized, I realized it was like a snap realization. I realized that, you know, I do this, but I could see myself being healed by, you know, whomever. I think we've talked about that in episode 75. Um, and I realized I have to embody myself. I have to be in my body. Mm-hmm. So even when it's in my, my head and I'm doing all this imaginal work, I'm in my body. And mm-hmm. So, you know, it's working on my head. I feel that I'm working on my head. I feel Raja working on my feet. You know, wind is at my left hand, Shekhinah at my right, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. um, so, so I started, so that might've been, again, just two nights ago, revelation. So I started doing it that way. It's different. It's a little bit different. You know, I don't just see this person who is Jessica being healed. You know, I, I, I embody her. It's Mm. me. I'm her. So um, that's, that's so important. So important. You know, you're talking about healing your body. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's something I was thinking about because I believe that will help greatly with the healing process. Mm-hmm. Stepping right in to be healed mm-hmm. and to be grateful for that healing. You know, you know, just something just occurred to me as you're saying that it's like when you have the when you have the feelings in the dream, like of the sort of fear. Or, you know, I'm calling yes. her, but you didn't, yeah. you didn't use that word. But it yes. feels terrifying to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of checks out. It checks out for me. <laughs> checks, yeah, checks out for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's a strong feeling anyway, right? Whatever it is, it's a really strong feeling. And then there's another strong feeling when you go back up, you know, whether it's relief or whatever. Yeah. That when you, for you know, those strong feelings are very embodied when it's like life or death. Yes. Oh, very very true. Present, right? It isn't very true. It's not a heady thing. It's a very physicalized thing. Yes. So who knows? Maybe there's some connection there, you know, of the... To, to, to be in the more in your own body to have yes. those intense um emotions it feels so uh differentiated like like who am i that's watching the plane from outside of the plane i can see what's happening and then who am i that's in the plane experiencing it but during the healing ritual i was just myself like mm-hmm. i i was me 
it wasn't like I was the observer mm-hmm. and also the observed. I was, I was the healy, mm-hmm. <laughs> the healy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, is there anything else that you are wanting to know or? Um... Um, no, I'll just think about, I'll just yeah. think about it all peripherally. <laughs> but you have more, I think, right? More fragments? Um, I, I had one and I, did, I just don't remember it. Okay. I didn't write it down, but I, I woke up a few nights ago, mornings ago saying, oh, I, there it is, something, there's something. Yes. And I don't remember. Okay, yeah. Well, it's fine to have a shorter podcast. Our listeners probably appreciate that <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, it's well, I always think what's interesting about the, um, the fragments of the dream is um, I'm always amazed at how juicy it is. I know. It's oh, like just me, a fragment. Right? To me, I it was only like, have okay. a fragment. Stephen yeah. Larson, Dr. Larson, one of my dream teachers used to say, beware when someone says, oh, it's just a fragment of a dream. <laughs> right. An hour later, you're still exactly. looking for the fragment. Right. It's true. <laughs> and that, that's happened. That's happened with us, I think. I think because, so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because here I am thinking it's just this, like, I'm hugging this guy and, or he's hugging yeah. me and we're having this very long, like, healing hug and to me it just seems so visceral and like that it's about that but then we have this whole other thing going on so yes oh but it is a yummy feeling yeah and it it was and and definitely that was an absolute part of it um you know and maybe it's maybe it's like you know you can't have that unless you have that for yourself I don't know if that's really true but um I think it is. I think it must be. Yeah. You have to love ourselves. Same thing I told my child. The way you think about yourself, other people will likely think of you that way. So It's true. Like what you think is possible. Like, you know, if you go around saying, well, I'm never going to have that or I, I'm not good enough or I, you know, somehow I, I know that I have the tendency not to see myself in reality. Yes. Like people feedback things to me that I'm like, really? Am I that? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. If I am that, and I'm literally (laughs) hearing that stuff and I'm, and I'm, because it's things that people say over and over to me, like just things. Um, and I'm really looking at that. I'm really looking at that aspect of myself where I continually want to just stay in the old story of the not enoughness or whatever it is. The old stories and the grooves are deep on that so deep. Track. yeah they're so deep and I really want to take the needle off and yes it's time it's really time because younger listeners anybody. we are alluding to a uh, record player an old-fashioned record player <laughs> take the needle off <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah I just now that we're talking about the hug I just want to clarify this because you never know I just want people to have a more clear image. We, and when we talked about um, totem animals and we talked about the owl, we've talked about the eagle, a few back. And I said, one of my dreams where I was making out with a bald eagle, what I forgot to say, and I think it's very essential, is he was a tall standing eagle who was like taller than me. He was 
really something to behold like mm. two you know two-legged kind of guy mm. which egos are I suppose <laughs> but um I just didn't want people to picture it like you were picturing it of this big bird mm-hmm. and am I lifting it up and kissing it <laughs> we standing that is a, a very uh a very potent image yeah very oh potent. I could see it I could see it yeah. well it was almost like foghorn leghorn the kind of guy like standing up isn't he like a do you know who that is Mm-mm. it's a cartoon character he's a I don't know if it's really like that, but I picture him standing up and mm-hmm. personifying him. But I think he is personified in that mm-hmm. cartoon. Well, it feels very <laughs> shamanic to me when you when you, uh, when you present it that way. Yeah, as it's you know standing on his two feet and he's tall. It's almost like almost human. And the other thing is, as I listened to the podcast again, I said it was a tail feather. It wasn't, and I think this is significant. He, he's plucked a wing feather. He's pretended to smoke it. And then he put it in my back pocket. Mm. So I think there's a, there's a difference between That's a wing. So and, shamanic, that whole thing. Yeah. That whole scene is very, I don't know what, what I said about yeah. it. I don't remember what I said about it or how, you know, in the yeah. podcast when we talked about it. But right now it's really feeling like, like a shaman's dream. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, like you got a tool, like an eagle feather is a tool. tool. I do have an eagle feather, but it didn't come to me in that way. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to clarify that. I know it's silly. People aren't remembering like I am, but. Yeah, yeah. but but it's, but it's, it stimulated me to say that, you know, have a different kind of take on it. Yes. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. So I was thinking when I do the active imagination work before I fall asleep, and I was thinking my only limit is what I can imagine. You know, it's like my imagination might not be rich enough. That's my only limit. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to figure out, because I I do the prayer prayer, prayer cathedral, and then the mm-hmm. healing. And I realized where I go for healing is a portal. And then what? Then what? You know? So I have to I have to be more creative so I can think of more things that need doing in in the imaginal realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, whatever we can imagine. That's yeah. Right. Can can expand our consciousness our yes energy our horizons you know yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so let us release our listeners (laughs) so listeners so great to join with you today and i hope you have holomod metukin sweet dreams Sweet dreams. Okay, Alan, it's not being recorded. You are still recording. Am I? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I'm going to get disconnected from you, hon.
It was great talking to you. Are we in disconnect? I think we might. Okay.